0: This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal
1: finance. This is Thrive 1110 welcome to thrive 1110 this is the show where you get bible friendly practical tips on business and money so you can thrive and as you do so remember the lord your god who enables you to thrive and be an agent of transformation for his kingdom's purposes in your family in your community and in your city. I'm Bold Carey, I'm your host, and you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website or thrive1110.ca, that's thrive1110.ca, and you can catch it up also like on your favorite podcast outlet, Spotify, Apple Podcast, etc. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take their next right step so they can avoid costly mistakes and be prepared for the transitions, their life transitions, which are approaching. So without further ado, today we have the pleasure, the privilege, the honor of having with us Dave and Reb.
2: You have a drum roll. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, uh... Welcome, Dave and Rev. Thank you. I feel like
2: you're Thank sitting you. really far from me. Oh. Do parents. not want to close to me today? Or, you know. <laughs> so
1: Sorry, No, that's good. That's really good. I really love it. Thank you for being here today. <laughs> yeah, our Thank pleasure. You. Our pleasure. For those of you who don't know Dave and Rev, I don't know where you've been, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, just, just kidding. Dave Dave and Reb are really known for more than enough and Mm -hmm. really known for the show that they have. Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb yeah. on the chri.ca station and also on your favorite podcast outlet. So yeah. tell tell us more about what you do, Dave and Reb. Okay,
0: you wanna go first? No, you okay. can give this spiel first. Uh, I, yeah. Well, so More Than Enough yeah. is a financial coaching company yeah. and we deal specifically with personal finance, getting the, what I would say, the foundations in place, bringing hope and freedom in that place. Mm-hmm. and. Our relationship, Bold, between you and I, I feel. I say we're often the ones doing the, the, the foundational work so that they can come visit you and say, okay, now we I've need wealth generation and we need to grow that, but we need a foundation. And so this is why I love speaking to you and we love getting together is just because we go... There's such a synergy there. Uh, There's a foundational piece, which you you leave to us. And when we go, okay, now exactly. we can leave them to you for the wealth generation <laughs> investing side. Exactly. But we
2: do, um, Dave's a mortgage yeah. uh, agent, and mm-hmm. so folks come... us for mortgages and we have a small tax department and um, we love uh, our team of coaches who work part time or volunteer with us um, to actually do cash flow management every month Um, but alongside that David and I wrote um, a year long or 12 workshops that coincide with coaching um, the practical part and the heart issues. Uh, It's not like a Bible study but it's called Unleashed and it is a question asking digging up like Mm. what's your commitment to your money what Mm. what what kind of um worldview are you living according how Mm. do you how do we free ourselves from egypt so to speak when Mm. we live in the land of egypt how do we get hope and freedom you know what is stewardship really we use Mm. that word a lot but Mm -hmm. what is it and then we do a separate uh, um workshop on giving and generosity, because mm. um, I saw that there is a distinction between mm. the two that mm. we need to separate the discussion of stewardship from generosity. They mm. do go together, but mm. I th- anyway. So that's some of the clear. stuff we do. I lead that workshop, and it's lots of fun, wow. and we do seminars and fun stuff like this. So,
0: and then of course we have the podcast. Which yes, we yeah, love we doing and, and, yeah. so.
1: so where do people go to to find out more about uh, the workshops the tax services the mortgage services is there like a website
0: the best yeah. place is yeah. the website morethanenough.ca I mean that's the best place you get the full meal deal there mm-hmm. of course um, you know if you're in the Ottawa area which is where we are but we do work nationally I mean again with technology and, and the ability to work nationally we're not restricted by geography so, mm-hmm. so one of the you know,
2: workshops we actually has, have uh, currently um, someone in BC and someone in um, Nova Scotia, mm. so like and and Northern Ontario area, and so it's like, it's the fun. like that it's technology
0: is the great when yeah, it works, right? Yeah, you yeah, know, in yeah. a sense of saying, "Hey, that that really has from a you know money again across our entire nation, we can we can speak to that." Really, the the the. The relationship between what's going on in our hearts mm. and what's going on in our wallets, mm. and and those are really fundamentally mm. that's what we do every single day is is mm. connect what's going on in my heart and what's going on in my wallet, mm. and and are they are they working together mm. or are they ripping it apart? Mm. Right. So so that's what we do,
1: and and then you are talking about let's talk money. Don't yes. so 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 tell us more about let's talk money.
0: Well, Let's Talk Money is really an outflowing of the conversations that Reb and I have and have had kind of between ourselves. And then we thought, well, if we're having these conversations... Mm -hmm then why don 't we just have these conversations in front of a microphone and see how we can engage with with your the listener yeah. a- about that and, and so often our our podcast is more questions and and really yeah. we get into it and we go, hey, listen, we are not the experts we 're actually figuring this out, <laughs> so, yeah. but we 're not afraid and I will yeah. say this, and i 've heard this from a number of our our mm. listeners not afraid to actually voice the questions mm. that so often don't get voiced. Mm. Um, our, our,
2: I like my passion is that people would just start talking about money in a it. safe community yeah. where there, where you can create a non-judgmental place, mm. right? Where you can come with your shame and your embarrassment, mm. your difficult situations, because mm. money problems don't always come because you've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, Dave often says to me lately, "It's money isn't moral; mm. it just is a tool," mm-hmm. and it's, we've made decisions and we can put labels on it, but the mm-hmm. labels don't help us. Mm-hmm. The labels, we can just say this, this decision I made led me down a path. I don't, I don't want to be in financially, mm. you know, instead of putting so much blame and accusation on ourselves, mm. I think some of we have to change some of the language, but that's mm. another story. But mm. I do want to say one of the biggest things for me this year has been writing a book. Oh, so or I I really, that. Yeah, <laughs> I like, I'm like, yeah, we, do, we do another thing. Anyway, um, but that's Let's Talk Money with David yeah. Reb. Lots of fun. Six years on CHRI and podcasting, and now we're on YouTube on mm-hmm. our let's talk money mm-hmm. with dave and reb channel so
1: and Chri, it's 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 uh it's friday friday morning here here in the ottawa area it's exactly. friday, friday morning nine, nine o'clock, o'clock. Yeah. yeah but but people can 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 find it really anywhere. Anytime.
2: right well yeah. you can go on they have an yeah. app they have a yeah. phone app now we love
0: technology when it works <laughs> my i think
2: my sisters in in the southern ontario yeah. listen to it sure. and they just go on the internet so yeah the,
1: the other day my wife asked me like are Dave and Reb now on Mondays at 9 30 or something? Because I heard them on, 90, on, on Monday. I was like, Are you sure? No, they're, they're still Fridays at 9 a.m. Mm. Okay.
0: It's Friday. But, but we like, to, we like <laughs> to get people that listen to your show on CHRI, and then we just put our commercial right after your show so that they listen <laughs> to maybe our show. So, of maybe that's why. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Strategic. Maybe Diane has there, swatted so. us in after so, you. So. But yeah, Reb wrote a book. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, That's been fun. And uh, I can honestly say that um, my attempt at writing was the first two pages or so, and that was it. I was done. And <laughs> That's all it, I all let you work. do. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> tell, tell us more about that. Okay.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, cultivating Trust. S- cultivating Trust, Finding God's Hope and yeah. Freedom for Your Finances. Mm-hmm. And it was published in 2021, mm-hmm. November, and um, it has been really interesting I didn't set out to write that one. I actually set out to write a book around Unleashed. Mm. Um, And when I sat down in COVID sometime, whenever that weekend was, I just really felt God draw me to Matthew six and to, to to talk about worry. Mm. But instead of, Ta- putting the name of putting worry on the front cover mm-hmm. we realized you know really this is about trust yes. and it it can be it can be used by individuals groups it can be read like a devotional but really i think i've written it with a bit of meat inside and asking some thoughtful questions mm-hmm. so i guess it does present like a devotional but i think you could probably take that book pull it off the shelf read one chapter mm-hmm. and then and mull it over and eat it. It, it really. Um, I was recently in Calgary because I, I don't even know if we've said this on the podcast, our podcast yet. But
0: oh, big we've, reveal! Big we've reveal! Created, <laughs> yeah,
2: we've created. 5
0: eleven ten. I
2: I've worked on scripts. To create a video series oh, from that book, wow! So, our my editor and I are still working on wow. that, um, wow. but the materials there—we did it all in a week's time, um, mm. at least recorded it. Mm. So, I have no idea what it's going to turn out like. <laughs> it is not direct verbatim. Mm. From the book, mm-hmm. it is related to the book. It is mm-hmm. but different stories I've used and wow. doing the scripts and videos was a lot different than writing the book. So mm-hmm. um so we'll see where it goes. Wow. And people <laughs> will then be able to use that video series mm-hmm. in their church or small mm-hmm. group or that just themselves and that's to come yet. So we're just in process.
1: And uh the book people can also get it by go- can they get it
2: by yeah. going on more yes. than yes. yeah, enough.ca,
0: more than enough books. Yeah. Um, so don't go to amazon because we didn't it's put coming it on amazon, to amazon,
2: amazon right. you know, but, but it it's is, not there it's yet not it's not there, so there yet so <laughs> yeah but yeah more than mm-hmm. there so if you go to our website mm-hmm. more thanough.ca, you'll get to more thanoughbooks.com. Mm-hmm. but it has i read it aloud so there's an audio version there's the ebook wow. and there's the paperback so yeah.
1: here it is if you don't if you don't If you're not big on reading, you can listen to it. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm
2: reading it. And Dave's even in there for a chapter or
0: two. So So she Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah, if you really want to hear Dave's two pages. There
0: it is. So (laughs) I I tried and and I tried to get, you know, I thought I have the great radio voice. (laughs) I should be reading it. And that was kiboshed like right away. You get, you only get to read two pages and the rest. Uh, so okay. so, so
2: some inner healing on
0: that dear? No, I am 100% in support of you. Yeah. No I really, inner I healing really necessary. really love you guys.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for being here. You know, one one of the questions that that uh, I'm sure people have when they hear you even even on Let's Talk Money with Dave is okay, uh, we would like to hear more about Dave and Reb's story. Wow. And and I would really like to like us to get into your story. Like how you grew up, how you came to where you're at mm-hmm. today, and uh, with the time that we have, and mm-hmm. uh, and lessons that we can we can all take from that mm-hmm. uh, to to better our lives, to give glory to God. So I'm I'm really really looking forward to diving in to this conversation about mm-hmm. your stories. And okay. uh, so let's let's start writing. Let's start writing. So where where where? Okay, you were both born mm-hmm. in Canada.
0: Yep,
1: yes, ladies first. So, ladies <laughs> first. So, so, so let's start with you, Reb. Okay. How was it like growing up?
2: Hmm. Hmm. Well, I grew up in Niagara on the Lake mm. on a fruit farm. Um, I, I was the youngest of seven children. Um, my mom was born in uh, Russia, or what is probably now Ukraine, mm. um, and she came over when she was a baby. Um, they were Russian Mennonites and persecuted mm. for their faith pretty much, um, in the 1920s. And my dad's family was the same. They immigrated out west to Winkler, both Mennonite families. So I grew up in a Mennonite brethren church and community in uh, in Ontario, in mm. Southern Ontario. And what was it like? It was, um, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of uh, privilege. Um, by the time I came around, my mom and dad had a little more cash flow. So we would go on trips regularly, not in summer. In summer, we worked hard. Like yeah. it, like you just, you know, from spring to fall, like you're you're up late and hauling wow. in fruit and you, whatever is needed. I don't think
0: you mentioned that you grew up on a farm and it was yeah. a fruit I did. farm. I did. Yeah. I did. I yeah. said, okay, yeah. sorry. I wasn't listening. You weren't listening. So yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> go ahead Uh, sorry
2: maybe I should stop here doesn't Bolt have an ad or something he throws in
0: at this point I've I've heard this story so uh, Uh, yeah uh, so So you,
1: you you'd work really you'd work really really late during the summertime, from spring to uh, yeah, to autumn, yes, and uh, and because you came came out l- like the last, you're the last, yeah, youngest of seven, you yeah. Had, the family was a little bit better off financially, yeah. And we are going to continue that story just after the short break. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial. Helping you, Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take the next right step with your money and business so you can uncover your blind spots, avoid costly mistakes and move forward with clarity, being prepared for your approaching goals and life transitions. Welcome back uh, to uh, Dave and Reb's show. So this is their story and we've been listening to them and Deb has started No.
0: (laughs) Rev. You're not the first one to do that.
1: I'm Uh, Rebecca. uh, Just,
2: anyway, go ahead. uh, Yeah,
1: Yeah, so it's a fusion of (laughs) both. So Rev has started... Telling us about her upbringing. So tell 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 us more, uh, Reb. Yeah. Sure.
2: So, like, my siblings uh, worked on the farm and didn't yeah. get paid for it. By the time mm. I came around, I yeah. got paid. <laughs> I was taught to – we went to church. Um, yeah. My parents were generous people. Mm. Uh, I didn't understand until I got older how mm. generous, but mm. – um, my dad was a politician mm-hmm. um, by the time I was 10 years old. He's a member of parliament. Um, my brothers started running more of the farm because they were much older than I was. Mm-hmm. So, um, But I would get paid for my summer work. I was taught to give my 10% off the top, mm-hmm. um, like if we're talking my financial story. And I saved some money. Um, and they helped me in university. So by the time I went to university, mm-hmm. I... Um, uh, I paid for half, like of what I my earnings, and they helped me with mm-hmm. the other half. It was the way my parents did it was everybody got a bit of help with something, either a down payment for a home, mm-hmm. um, or or our education. So I had four brothers, and then three of us girls, and the four boys took took the land mm. and we took the education actually, mm. interestingly enough, we all, oh. we all, um, cause I was also taught that I needed to provide for myself. So I couldn't, I wasn't, my parents didn't raise me like, Oh, well, you're just, you're just going to get married and have, I shouldn't say just, mm. but that idea that, um, well, you'll get mm. married and have children p- be no. provided for. No, you, you need to, work want to
1: do that for yourself yeah because my
2: sisters neither of them ever got married and mm. um they have have had careers and are we re- are all one's retired and all the other one's almost retired so mm. I, the i had i knew i didn't like debt mm. and i didn't have debt i had a credit card i think when i got to university mm. and you pay it off or mm. but and and if yeah, if I ever needed anything, though, my my dad and mom were always very generous with mm. me, and they had the ability to help me. So wow. um, that I was very privileged. So I,
1: you came. So from there, from Southern Ontario, mm-hmm. you came to university at Carlton. At Carleton. Yeah, yeah, I have
2: my journalism and political science degree. Let's
1: connect with you, Dave. <clears throat> yeah, tell us about your upbringing, because so, I know from uh, knowing, I know, yeah. I know, university time was a very Pivotal time for the both of you. Yeah.
0: I didn't go. <laughs> so it was really, really pivotal. But we get there. But, yeah, so uh, just like Rebecca, interesting, um, I grew up, uh, my family emigrated to Canada the year before I was born. So mm. I'm the fourth of five mm. and I was the first Canadian born child. So all my older siblings were born in Holland. And then my parents emigrated to Holland. They took a year off having kids and then they got the best one the year (laughs) that they came to Canada.
2: I tell you, (laughs) I've been reading a lot of uh, pride and humility lately.
0: (laughs) So uh, I'm sure my siblings will watch and they'll go, no, not a chance. But so I grew up uh, hardworking, blue collar. My dad was uh, an automotive mechanic Um, that he brought with him from Holland and landed in, in the Toronto area, Ajax Bowmanville. And right away, um, you know, you can get a job fixing cars really quickly, found a job. Uh, of course, my mom was at home with three kids and then very quickly four kids. And so she was stay-at-home mom, single-family income. Um, and then my dad got an opportunity to come to the Ottawa area following the job. And so when... I was about four years old. We ended up here in the Ottawa area, actually in Winchester, just south of the Ottawa area, and, and I've never left. We've My family lived there. Rebecca and I have lived there. So I went to the big city, found Rebecca. Um, she was in university, and I was working at a car dealership as an automotive technician here in the city. And uh, and so we met. We met through church and a couple of friends. And then, uh, you know, so my growing up was very much – yeah, a bit blue collar. My dad started his own uh, automotive shop when I was 10 years old. So mm-hmm. I was that kid who up to his yeah. elbows in grease, fixing yeah. everything that had to be fixed. And and um, it came quite naturally in mm-hmm. the sense of, you know, there was snowmobiles and there was uh, all of the, the the things that you kind of fix as a young boy and then mm-hmm. i started working in in the garage and then went to get trained mm-hmm. uh, and that's when i went to the the big city uh, and then really never um, met rebecca and stayed in the automotive industry mm-hmm. till i was uh, what 35 i guess around mm-hmm. 35 somewhere in that range um, can't quite remember the years seven so
1: now y- y- mm-hmm. you mentioned dave that you met like through church, people that you knew in common. We heard the faith background of Reb. Now, did you grow up in a Christian, in a believing family as well? Yeah.
0: So, I mean, when I was uh, four years old, I can still remember. So, uh, it's a pivotal time. My older brother, who's two years my senior and I, Mm -hmm. Sunday morning in the front room, right at the side of my bed, he led me in a sinner's prayer, and, and that was the... The decision in my life to commit my life to Christ and to move forward and, and and even at that age, not you know, you don't know what that means, but I grew up in certainly an environment where we went to church on Sunday, a small brethren church, so learned a lot about just uh um, what it meant to grow up in a community of faith. Um, mm-hmm. So, everybody in our church was, we knew each other, we were involved in each other's life. Um, the the Brethren tradition is is that the the leadership of the church is the lay leadership, so mm-hmm. there was no pastor, there was, you know. So, leadership uh, was one of the things that I grew up in, you know, as a 15-year-old young man, um, you know we were expected and mm-hmm. encouraged and 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 um, mentored mm-hmm. in learning how to s- uh, search the scriptures mm-hmm. and then how to share those scriptures in the context of a, a sermon or in the mm-hmm. context of of our lives so that was part of my my spiritual upbringing was really that mm-hmm. uh, you know simple core community faith mm-hmm. uh being able to to do that and and so yeah I grew up in that and and uh, still enjoy it so
1: you both have very solid like christian foundations yeah. even from your really childhood yeah. and, and very solid like work ethics even mm-hmm. from your childhood yeah. and uh, and reb you came to university studied journalism mm-hmm. and uh, and you were in the
0: i was fixing cars uh, yeah, yeah
1: mechanics uh, auto like industry now both of you you're not a journalist today You're not in mechanics really today?
2: (laughs) No, certainly not.
1: (laughs) So the question is, how did that
2: happen? (laughs) this over two shows <laughs> because uh, you want cold notes i don't know how uh, did that happen uh,
0: okay okay so so okay this this is <laughs>
2: you gotta get me give me a specific question <laughs> so, so the I, I, I can me jump in i
0: can jump in here though because <laughs> yeah. in a lot of ways reb's journalism degree so it took us about six years after we were married so we were married young i was 20 reb was 21 um and we got married and you know, again, one of the financial principles that we both agreed on pretty quickly, it was a piece of advice that we got, and that was learn to live on one salary and then play on the other salary because we intended for Reb, when we have kids, she was going to be a, at home with the kids. And so, early, early, early on, like at the beginning of our marriage, that was just something that we… I think we said once we both agreed on it, and then we began to structure our finances that, that way.
1: That's such a great that's such a great advice.
0: Yeah, it when was like really
1: for anybody listening. Like, uh, learn to live on one salary. Oh, yeah, but,
2: and yeah. but how impossible do people feel that is? And it and it wasn't. I, not but, easy and, but and i don't think it's easy now like i, I mean
0: it's it, not easy it's but we, we easy experienced thing, some blessing but, yeah. around that i mean we we were you know i remember looking for our first appointment and one of our kind of first disagreements was mm-hmm. rebecca apartment was like I, I don't think we'll find an apartment we can afford and i'm like we can afford 450 bucks a month that's mm-hmm. what we can afford we're gonna find one we did and then um, a year or two later, when we moved out of there, uh, one of the communities, uh, when we moved back to Winchester, there was a lady, an older lady who needed, uh, who had a, an apartment in the front of her house, and she really wanted to have somebody young that she could trust. And, and, and I see that as God really going, if you commit to live on one salary, then I am going to give you these opportunities where where that is possible. And And even at that time, those were not in intentional God things. Mm -hmm. Those were things that we just really committed to each other and we kind of fell into where we go, okay, uh, let's just do that. And God was faithful in providing for us Um, and even our first house. I mean, when... When uh, we looked at our first house, um, we had just had Mercedes. So this is about six years later. Rebecca had been a journalist and the editor of a local newspaper. We'd uh, we'd played on her salary and we'd structured our finances on, on mine. And we looked at the house, uh, um, The actually the landlord, the lady we lived there, and she passed away mm. and the estate was going to sell the house. So we couldn't stay there. And Rebecca went for a walk one morning and just said, you know Lord I, you know, if we have to move I'd love to have a big backyard I'd love mm-hmm. to have a main floor laundry and uh, you know those are kind of I think there was a third front thing porch. there a front porch mm-hmm. and, and and she literally walked by this house that wasn't up for sale yesterday mm-hmm. it was there today wow. we put an offer in and we did it on my salary alone and it was it was so yeah
1: we are running out of time <laughs> <laughs> so fast we're running out of time mm. and i want us to continue sure. the story so if you're listening we will continue with dave and Rep's story in the next episode so connect again for the next episode to continue hearing dave and Rep's story mm. because they'll continue unpacking that story and we'll draw some lessons we've already started having some practical things from their story bold let's get practical So, yeah, that's the let's get practical. It's going to be a quick let's get practical. (laughs) And it is simply like learn to live on one salary. Actually, live uh, as modestly as you can uh, because you never know what – and and I'll
0: add to that that the end of that story was really just make every spending decision a spiritual Spiritual one one. as as, as Reb walked Mm. and prayed the Lord revealed it and it was in that case instantaneous but make every spending decision a spiritual Mm. one get the Lord involved in that Mm.
1: Amen Amen well thank you very much you can do it you're listening you can do it go Mm -hmm. ahead and do it it's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it.
0: I know you can do it.
1: Thank you, Dave and Rev, for this part. We will continue with part two next week, and uh, I'm really blessed to have you here. So see you next week again. <laughs> see you next week. This is Bold Kerry and you've been listening to Thrive 1110. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to
2: connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.